0: Hello and welcome back to Deep Deplorable, a podcast where a couple of friends dredge the internet for the deepest lore. I'm Michael Bastien. And I'm Billy Staples. And we are back after a little bit of a break recording. Although, now that I think about saying that, our release schedule is such that there shouldn't actually be a, a skip in between these episodes. You won't notice anything. That's fine. What you might notice is a slightly less tinny sounding uh, audio from less ringing from a room. Because I've got some studio foam up now. And... Well, that's that's mostly just exciting for me. But anyway, uh, today's episode is... Well, it's on McDonald's. I don't know if there's going to be any listeners who don't know what McDonald's is, Billy.
1: Uh...
0: Like McDonald's is in every country. Yeah. Well, I guess either way, uh, why not give uh give our listeners a rundown?
1: So McDonald's is a fast food corporation who specializes in burgers, fries, chicken nuggets. They have some breakfast menu options. I don't know most of them on hand. The McRiddle. McRiddle. The Hotcakes, I think, is one of them hotcakes do they do they have hotcakes they do have hotcakes because i think that's the only thing i order from their breakfast menu uh
0: their McGriddle is like their quintessential foods though
1: so yeah
0: the, like the pancake things with the sausage the sausage egg and cheese we shouldn't just go on about
1: yeah this is that we like from mcdonald's this isn't this isn't a food episode or is it this is a food episode
0: but, uh, d- no, having done the research on the lore of
1: McDonald's, this is also not a food episode. So, adding on to the description of McDonald's, they have their main mascot. And I say main because they really have... At least at this point, they there's there's a few, but most of them has have been killed off because...
0: <laughs> I love the way you phrase that.
1: So the main one is Ronald McDonald himself... The man, the myth, the clown, the legend. Yeah, he's a clown.
0: Big ol' yellow pants.
1: He has a couple different outfits slash designs, which I actually have noted down. Didn't he start off in, like, a suit? So in... I guess we'll just jump right into the episode, because this is an awesome segue. In 1963, his his first look uh, was he had spaghetti-like hair, a yellow-striped suit, and a tray of hamburgers, fries, and a milkshake, which he either wore as a hat or around his waist.
0: Oh, gosh. Yeah. That's a look. Oh, no. I didn't see. Oh, no.
1: Thankfully. This is so much worse in picture. Thankfully, about two years later, they th- realized that that was not a good look for him. And in 1965, he got a major makeover he now, he, in 60, in the 65, he wore a yellow jumpsuit with white collar, red and white stripe shirt and legs, yellow gloves, yellow, uh, red shoes, and red hair. Just his standard.
0: Yeah, a lot more like the, the Ronald McDonald we know and have feelings about today.
1: Now, what, what strikes me is he, he got a couple small Redesigns, like, they just, like... Yeah, like, minor reworks to the la- Lengthen the, the, the stripes until about 1998, in which, on his jumpsuit, he had pockets that were supposed to be french fry packets. Well, in 1998, in 98, they got replaced with just red-seamed ones. Red-seamed mm-hmm. pockets. That, that's probably a better, like, a look that makes a little more sense. And then the, the pocket over his heart uh, was replaced with a red circle with a golden arch m m in it. Yes, and then the back of his the back of his jumpsuit actually read Ronald like a sports jersey. With red rear pockets, which I thought was very odd. And that's
0: a lot closer to the like the design that we've stuck with. It seems.
1: Yeah. He the next time he changed was in two thousand fourteen, which. All they really changed was his jumpsuit was dropped in the favor of yellow cargo pants, a vest, and a red and white striped rugby shirt. Oh, yeah. His clown shoes did not change since 65. Uh, no. You,
0: you got to still, like, if you start off full Kingdom Hearts with uh, your, your shoes, you got to stay that way.
1: They also, around, I think it was 60 f- or 90, 95, somewhere around there, they actually planned on. Stop like they McDonald's planned on stopped using him as a uh, mascot. Uh, What year? Around 65, I think, or 95, somewhere around there.
0: Wait, hold on. 95 or 65. That's a fairly large. 95. 95. that makes sense. That lines up with some of the research that I was
1: doing. It was it was something along the lines of the in air quotes clown epidemic. Where there was a bunch of clowns. People started being scared of clowns, and so McDonald's was like. Wait, was, was that
0: ninety five? Like, I the it I don't remember the one. The one I was thinking of was like from twenty sixteen or I, something. It, I
1: think it also cropped up in twenty sixteen. Because I remember, I remember in my research reading that at one point they canceled. They were going to cancel him early on, and decided against it. And then around twenty sixteen, when the clown crisis happened, and people were afraid that clowns were going to abduct children, McDonald's was like. Maybe we shouldn't have a clown Maybe as our we mascot. We shouldn't have a
0: clown mascot. Yeah, not right now. Clown, Clowny McRonald can can go away for for a little bit. But so so that is Ronald McDonald. Obviously, is kind of the main the main dude, the main one, the mascot of uh, the McDonald restaurant chain. Let Let's talk a little bit about the uh, the the surrounding cast, though. Do we really have to talk about the hamburglar? Oh, we have to go deeper than the hamburglar, Billy.
1: We gotta we gotta talk about Grimace, Birdie the early bird, and the Fry Kids.
0: We have to talk about Mayor McCheese.
1: <sighs> oh boy.
0: No no, because we have to go even deeper than that. We have to talk about Sunday. Have you seen Sunday? No, I haven't. You have not seen... Do you know who Sunday is, Billy?
1: I assume it's another... Another wacky character. In the McDonald's-verse. Sunday
0: is is Ronald McDonald's dog. I'm gonna... We're gonna hold off on Sunday for a moment. Just... Just for a minute. Not that I really... Um, McDonald's, the restaurant, made their they made their main character and they then began to develop something called McDonald Land. Which was a sort of ongoing, it was like a commercial chain, but it was an ongoing cast of like live action costumed characters uh, that are kind of centered around the the franchise, like the menu items, that kind of thing. Ronald McDonald, obviously, is kind of our main, the mascot, but you had the the Fry Guys later turned into the Fry Kids, which are these, like, kind of picture pom-poms, like different colored pom-poms with big old eyes, and, like, these long, thin legs. Oh. Have you, have you not seen, you might, okay, so, here, Billy, let me, have you not seen, like, the,
1: oh, the I- cast of... I've I've seen the Fry Guys.
0: Okay. You had Grimace, who is this large purple monster sort of character, who initially actually did start out as like an evil role, but as as the commercial series sort of developed, he was kind of modified into a much more friendly kind of character. You have the hamburglar, who is one of the more famous ones, who is this little little kid looking looking dude. Uh, in black and white stripes, red gloves, red tie with some hamburgers on it—very uh, sort of burglar, burglar crossed with Legend of Zorro kind of aesthetic. You had Captain Crook, slightly less known. He was this Peter Pan sort of figure. Nope, other way around. Captain Hook from Peter Pan. That one, sort of like that is kind of what he looked like. He was a. It was a full. <sighs> like a foam costume kind of situation and obviously his whole gimmick is like stealing burgers but with water-based crime we have mayor mccheese picture like just a regular sort of mayor a mayor in like sort of a fancy what do we call it what's the what's the word for that sort of Classic parade out- mayor outfit, like the over uh, the top fancy. It's got like the sash and the like the long petticoat with the tails. Ceremonial dress, ceremonial garb. I don't know what you would call it. Except his head is just a very large hamburger. Yeah, a fa- very large cheeseburger with these big old googly eyes and a nice top hat. You had Officer Big Mac, who. Was just kind of your classic constable sort of look, but had the same sort of hamburger head that Mayor McCheese had. The list just goes on, though. The last most recognizable one would be Birdie, Birdie the Early Bird, who was introduced to promote the breakfast items when McDonald's started doing their, you know, their breakfast situation. But eventually. This this McDonaldland commercial series resulted in a show, a six episode TV show. This TV show was called, I think it was called the Ronald's Wacky Adventures in McDonaldland or something. It was a serialized TV show which started out with live action, you know, costumed figures and partway through like the beginning the intro of the episode, Ronald McDonald would sort of jump into a pipe or a ball pit or something and be transported into an animated world. Where, you know, shenanigans would ensue. One of the characters on this show, in fact, a character that appeared only in The Wacky Adventures of Ronald McDonald, which is what that show is called, not the other thing that I said, is Sunday, Ronald's dog. Billy, I'm going to post a picture into uh, the deplorable chat. Okay. I'm going to warn you, this image is going to cause you harm
1: okay <laughs> oh oh no what's wrong with your face that is what the character actually looked
0: like in the show that character is animated not in like a wait that's... drawn sense but that character moves
1: okay so that is that is like a suit.
0: I don't think so. I think it's animatronics.
1: Either way, I'm scared. It's, it
0: it is. It, I'm I'm getting puppetry actually in my in my notes. It's more terrifying when it's moving. I, but that dog is is a lot of for to try and help people visualize this. It's like you kind of described a dog to somebody. And so they attempted to make one. The eyes are just human eyes. Like, just full, completely human eyes. The mouth is also just a completely human mouth. It's not like a dog's sort of... It has the long nose, but then there's a mouth just like under the snout. It's not on the snout. The snout does not open like a dog's muzzle does. It's... It's a... There's human teeth in this mouth, and bright red lips. Uh, whoever
1: designed this poor... This dog is terrifying! Whoever designed it, I... uh.
0: I'm... I'm going to post it in the spoilers without context, but... Oh, I wish I wouldn't.
1: Ugh... I think the part that makes it the most unsettling for me is the fact that the mouth is disconnected from the snout.
0: I I don't know, because it's the eyes that really are getting me. It's like someone put a person inside, like, someone took a person, like, a, just a person, and without killing them, removed their skin and, like, some limbi- limb, like, ligaments, and just kind of put them in a dog's body, and it's really upsetting. This person is in pain, and I want to put them out of their misery. I
1: can see why this never really. This show lasted for six episodes. I can see why. <laughs> and people are saying oh. that some of the CGI in Doctor Who was rough. That. Smell... Oh, oh yeah. Ugh.
0: By the way, you can find episodes of this TV show on YouTube. Oh, good. If you want to just get this. uh this nightmare fuel just more
1: into your life. I need, I need, I need a talented game game designer to make a Five Nights at Freddy's game where Freddy is replaced with this this dog. I'm using the term dog very very loosely.
0: Yeah, I don't know that I would call it a dog. For those following along at home, once again, this is this is Sunday uh, from McDonald Land. Sunday being spelled S U N D A E, like the ice cream. The dessert, not the actual day of the week. But in this, in this, in this six-episode series, the episodes that we get just to give you a, just a little brief synopsis of each one, because it's you know it's only six of them. You've got the episode one, which is entitled "Scared Silly," in which Ronald and Co sort of go camping, or at least attempt to, and they discover an old house which is assumed to be haunted. Storm ensues. Bottle episode happens. They're forced to stay in the old house, and lo and behold, a phantom appears, challenging them to a game of riddles. The fry guy, the fry kids, and the McNuggets, who are also characters by the way, uh, get caught in traps. The Hamburgler, who is at this point a reformed character, I think, and is more of a a scoundrel than a uh, an actual lawbreaker. Birdie and some other characters are basically. Also trapped by this, and eventually, you know, there's the whole Ronald McDonald wins the day and whatnot. But episode two is entitled The Legend of Grimace Island. And it really fleshes out that apparently Grimace is a whole species. Oh. Yeah, Grimace has a species and family. Huh. The Fry Kids only appear in episode one, by the way. I should should mention that. Uh, In episode three, it's the visitors from outer space. Lo and behold, Ronald McDonald and co. end up in space. Shenanigans ensue. Episode number four, Birthday World. Birthday World gets a little wacky. The Hamburglar has apparently forgotten Ronald McDonald's birthday and gets tickets from a certain mad scientist because there's apparently a mad scientist in this universe uh, to a fake amusement park called Birthday World. It's mostly dilapidated, dilapidated, and uh, while they're trying to ride on a roller coaster, the group gets, you know, de-aged and turned into babies and toddlers. Uh. Hmm. This happens in a, might I remind you, a McDonald's television show. I cannot stress enough how bizarre this is, but don't worry, it'll get more bizarre, because I already know what the deep lore is. And we'll get to that. At any rate, uh, the the mad scientist in this episode, Birthday World, is planning on trying to use a larger version of the world of the ray to this this toddler ray, de-aging ray, to de-age the entire population, to turn the entire world into babies so that, you know, this this mad scientist can take over the world. <laughs> Ronald and his friends, you know, do the usual thing. And stop him and restore themselves to the regular ages. Episode five is called "Have Time Will Travel." <laughs> there is a time machine in this one. They do their u- the usual time traveling gimmicks. They visit the uh, Cretaceous period. They visit the medieval times. They mid- visit the Wild West, uh, and also briefly the disco era. Episode number six: The Monster O'McDonald Land Lock. Actually, this one's just the plot of the episode from Phineas and Ferb. Yeah. Where it's, you know, someone builds a fake Loch Ness monster. The gang discovers the real Loch Ness monster who wants to be kept hidden. The gang then proceeds to keep the actual legend hidden or the actual monster Loch Ness monster hidden. These episodes were released in McDonald's stores, by the way. Like, um, with the exception of the sixth episode, which was released apparently only on a website in like 2003. But, like, this whole series is is just bonkers. I I do recommend not watching it, but, like, finding it on YouTube and at least watching the opening sequence. Because, oh gosh, it is... it is something. Billy, where would you like to go from here?
1: Well... Because there's more. I can talk about the video games. Oh, no! I did not know there were... I... Oh, no.
0: That I did not know about. I did not catch the video games in my research. I got distracted by the deepest lore. Tell me about the
1: video games. So, Ronald McDonald is the protagonist of three video games. The first one being Donald Land, developed by Data East for the Famicom. It was released only in Japan in in 1988. From from what my quick research on that title concluded, it was a... It was a platformer like Mario. Oh,
0: that actually looks kind of fun. Well, having only seen one frame of it,
1: there was McDonald's Treasure Land Adventure, developed by Treasure for the Mega Drive console, released in 1993, which also appeared to be a platformer, and Ronald McDonald in a Magic World, developed by Sims for the Game Gear handheld. Released only in Japan in 1994, I could not find anything on this game other than it was an action game. Oh no!
0: <laughs> I think I found a video. Oh no! This is very Wario Land. As I'm kind of skipping through it. Oh well, that's just a Mega Man boss.
1: Yeah, it does. It does look like Wario. He also featured in two more video games: MC Kids for the SNES, not the SNES, just the normal NES. Okay. Game Boy, C64, Amiga, Atari, and MS-DOS. MS, MC Kids was on a lot of consoles, holy cow. And Global Gladiators for Genesis, Master System, Game Gear, and Amiga.
0: Wait, what does Global Gladiators have to do with McDonald's?
1: He was apparently, he was apparently featured in that game? Global Gladiators is a 1992 platform game published and developed by Virgin Games, originally programmed by David Perry for the Mega derived Genesis and eventually ported it over to
0: It looks like the main characters are the same like it's the the main characters in MC Kids are the main characters in Global Gladiators. Oh, flipping, I'm looking at the front cover now. I'm actually looking at the front cover now and I do
1: see the McDonald's M on one of the It's it's based on the McDonald's fast food chain. And has a, sm- a strong environmentalist message. I'm guessing in like the first 10-15 minutes, Ronald Arnold pops up, says something to the main characters, and then vanishes back to the ether where he belongs. vis a Vlad from Magica. I am not a vampire. I am not a vampire. Two
0: seconds later, gone. Next pops up- act you see <laughs> him drinking someone's neck. <laughs> I still gotta beat Magica. Buddy, if you're not a vampire, then I have a lawsuit. There are a lot of video games for McDonald's. I was I was kind of expecting just the usual, like, you know, like the Galaga style, like the simple little... Yeah. To be fair, there was a home improvement video game. Oh, I watched a streamer play through that. It's a painful game to, to see.
1: Oh, that was an hour of my life I'm never getting back. So I did go back and do a little bit of research. It was 2010, the Corporate Accountability International in Boston, Massachusetts. Suggested Ronald McDonald should retire due to childhood obesity. Yes. So, all
0: right that that um, that actually ties in fairly well to the deepest lore. I will I will take that and run with it. You're correct. There there is there are a variety of lawsuits that happened to McDonald's over you know the years, and that is absolutely one that was something of a nail in the coffin. For the clown prince of restaurants, Billy, what do you know about the concept of tulpa? Uh, I I don't. So tulpa, and I'm gonna I'm gonna. It's a bit of a this concept. This concept of tulpa kind of originated from Buddhism and sort of crystallized a bit in Tibetan Buddhism, but then was sort of adopted in by a more modern like 20th century era of Theosophists but it's basically the idea that thought and focus has power and that the proper meditation and concentration of mental energies could physically create things okay now the original the original sort of concept from buddhism is a, is a lot more sort of a spiritualization and Something that comes more from a, a, a kind of an enlightenment kind of thing. The more the more modern interpretation of it that has kind of developed, that has branched away from Buddhism and Tibetan Buddhism specifically, is the idea of Tulpa be, being something of a thought form. As this concept of Tulpa has kind of developed, uh, especially like um Billy, how much have you seen of Supernatural? I have
1: not I have not watched Supernatural.
0: Okay. At all. first, I recommend watching Supernatural. It's a solid show. Uh I did never I never finished it. That's neither here nor there. I was going to bring up an episode of Supernatural in which they encounter something that they call a tulpa. Uh but you know, that's not going to be a good analogy here. So, <laughs> we'll do it live. These thought forms in kind of the modern interpretation of a tulpa are Think of it like an imaginary friend made real. Okay. Ronald McDonald is a Talpa. Uh, and I have evidence <laughs> to support this. The Golden Arches is where I'm going to start. You know just how much symbolism and meaning is behind an archway. You can make the argument that there is more symbolism and mysticism behind an archway than there is even a doorway. Like e- you don't even have to go much farther than you know. Even the even the Shinto sort of shrines that have those big those big gates. You know what I'm talking about, right, Billy? The big yeah. the big red ones. Archways are this very very symbolic and kind of steeped in in that uh, in spiritualism sort of symbols mcdonald's has chosen two archways as their logo they are one of the most recognizable logos in the world globally speaking and every single one of their commercials features this symbol these two arches whenever someone thinks about mcdonald's before they think about the word they think about those arches I propose that these arches are acting as a focusing medium to create the tulpa that is Ronald McDonald. Hmm. (laughs) Now to take a quick step back and to avoid being thrown in a mentalist institution. No, I'm not saying that there is an actual thought form running around in the world masquerading as a clown, That is generated by a lot of people really liking hamburgers. I'm talking about the lore of the McDonald verse. Are you following me, Billy? I'm following you. Ronald McDonald had a slow gain. Had a peak. And then a slow decline of power. Which coincides with lawsuits to the company. The more the company put money into commercials and advertisements the more powerful the clown became until the clown was able to realize an entirely imaginary world to the point where ronald mcdonald was able to draw these imaginary figures into the real world or well Quote, unquote, the real world, the the real world that Ronald McDonald exists in, because obviously in the real world, there is no Ronald McDonald. There is a man in a clown costume. Yeah. But in the McDonald world, this explains a lot. So there is a whole kettle of beans behind the McDonald land commercial series mainly the fact that mcdonald land was a pretty direct ripoff of a series called hr puffin stuff which was really only up for one season in 1969 but the commercial series featuring mcdonald land like started in 1970 and went to about 1990 yeah and that lawsuit kind of happened during that time and what's really interesting is as the McDonald Land commercial series began to get rolling, and this is kind of this this all kind of ties back into the lawsuit that happened between HR Puff and stuff, or the people who made HR Puff and stuff, i.e. Uh, Sid and Marty Croft, as this thing started getting rolling, basically more cast was added to the McDonald Land commercial series and as that happened people who were working on the McDonald on the HR Puff and Stuff series began to start uh began to take away some of their backing from HR Puff and Stuff and one of the costume makers for HR Puff and Stuff actually signed a deal with McDonald like left HR Puff and Stuff to go work on the McDonald's series huh and I I am proposing that as McDonald's You know, like I said, using this symbol created a tulpa in the form of Ronald McDonald, who then began independently forming this imaginary world. And, you know, obviously this tulpa was being created, was created by a corporation whose entire goal was to get more people in on the, you know, the hype behind the restaurant. And so naturally the tulpa that lines up, up perfectly with, uh the clown's objectives because you know it's a creature that wants more like it, it's a creature it wants more thing it's how people function and so it's like okay well my goals align with this i'm gonna get more power the more that the this company uh does its thing which just to clarify by the way mcdonald land was a complete ripoff of hr puff and stuff the the main kind of differences between the two was sort of set dressing but hr puff and stuff was an imaginary world featuring kind of one live action kid amongst a bunch of puppets and costumes and animatronics and whatnot the main there was a hr puff and stuff was sort of the mayor of this imagination like this imaginary world and was basically the same shape as uh mayor mccheese very similar costumes and everything except that hr puff and stuff was a dragon so you know much cooler i say but really, it's a kids show, and uh... oh, are you are you Googling our... I I've Googled
1: HR Puff and stuff.
0: Yes, HR Puff and stuff is a dragon in name only. Why is there a Funko Pop figure of HR Puff and stuff? <laughs> Why is it available on Amazon? No, I don't know. You can get episodes of HR Puff and stuff off uh, for rent. On there's a Pez dispenser. <laughs> There's an HR Puff and Stuff Pez dispenser. Why? (laughs) The Funko Pop figure is $145. What? Capitalism
1: at its finest. (laughs) What in the world?
0: There's an HR Puff and Stuff action figure. It's
1: $55.
0: (laughs) There's another HR Puff and Stuff Pez dispenser, but it's not HR Puff and Stuff. It's like one of the villains from the show. What?
1: Oh,
0: no. I'm terrified. I've been distracted as well. My point is, that's why all of these characters look so weird, so deformed. Because they're copies. They're copies of copies. Yeah. There's a reason why Sunday looks like someone created a dog after having been described one. Someone described, like, this tulpa, Ronald McDonald, knew of dogs and so created a dog. Does that not look like (laughs) the kind of dog that would spring from Ronald McDonald's twisted mind? Somebody described to him a dog and he went, yeah, okay. But that also explains why, as you so aptly put, the characters were killed off. They weren't killed off. They just no longer had enough power to maintain physical sort of manifestation Because the Tulpa, Ronald McDonald, was no longer getting the power that Ronald McDonald was originally getting. Uh, Sid and Marty Croft, again, they sued McDonald's for, you know, this whole complete ripoff of their thing. And how that lawsuit kind of shook out was basically that they had to slowly begin retiring characters. They also couldn't, you know, continue their funding quite as much. Less advertising less power the characters begin disappearing eventually it was cut down to a cast that was a shadow of its former self and then the childhood obesity thing happened and the environmental lawsuits happened and suddenly mcdonald's could no longer advertise quite as directly to children quite as avidly and now the clown doesn't even have speaking roles in commercials I propose that Ronald McDonald can't even talk anymore.
1: He has so little power that he can't
0: even talk. He has so little power because even though the company is still obviously a massive multi-billion dollar conglomerate corporation, they're no longer directing that power towards anything. Billy, there's something more horrifying to consider. Oh? I think that first Ronald McDonald that we saw in the lore of the McDonald-verse, was an actor. And I don't think that actor uh, remained an actor. I think all of this thought power was directed into one's singular individual. And that this person, this man was transmogrified from a person into this being of fast food I don't even know the word for it. And that, Billy, that is the deepest lore. D- that
1: is definitely deep lore.
0: I'm still staring at that picture of that dog, and it is terrifying. <laughs> I I I've,
1: I've, I've physician my audacity towards covering the mouth.
0: <laughs> oh, no! That has to so, make it worse.
1: So all I see above my audacity is the snout oh. and the eyes
0: that makes it slightly better but not much
1: the unblinking eyes oh it's just wholly upsetting uh, anyway a dog is a cursed image
0: <sighs> well billy what are your thoughts on this on this that i've laid out criticisms have you have you seen any flaws in my theory I have not. Is there anything that you think that I missed?
1: You've you've under you understand the premise. I I don't really think there's anything you missed. It would it would explain why nowadays, with how much with the ever decreasing viewing base that ha- of cable TV, because Amazon and stuff like that, oh, the streaming yeah. services are out. It would make sense that they would he would slowly lose he would be losing more and more power. Yeah, because like there are, you know, you and I both use
0: eight, eight kinds of ad blockers and yeah, people nowadays connected to the, you know, the internet and stuff know full well how to take full advantage
1: of everything to avoid advertisements. Uh, at least in regards to me, when I think McDonald's, I I think less of the Golden Arches or Ronald and think more of the the food. yeah. Me,
0: I think of the like the businessy black and gray with the one yellow M. Oh yeah, kind of look. The, I think of the building, but I
1: also haven't been to a McDonald's in. Didn't they? Oh gosh, I haven't been a, been to McDonald's in literally over a year. Didn't they actually like start switching out? Like the newer buildings are black and white. Uh, I don't know. They definitely started switching to a more like
0: the muted palette. Yeah, like a corporate kind of look. They're a lot more square. They're a lot more. What, what is the word that I'm thinking of? Modern, I guess. I don't know. I feel conflicted about it because on one hand, it does look sleek. But on the other hand, it's like
1: it's not McDonald's.
0: Yeah, the McDonald's had personality.
1: McDonald's was all about bright colors like, hey, come to me. And I was just like, we're yeah, here. Those, those, that dog's eyes
0: definitely say the same thing.
1: <laughs> that dog hungers for souls. <laughs>
0: that dog's eyes say help.
1: I am in eternal eternal agony. I wonder if it would look
0: better or worse if they, like, closed the dog's eyes enough that you couldn't see the white over top of the iris. Uh, yeah. If he looked a little less
1: bug-eyed. Yeah, if his eyes were closed a little bit, so he looked a little, like, I don't want to say drowsy, but looked a little, like... Less, uh, terrified. Less in a perpetual state of terror of uh, scared.
0: The first episode of the Wacky Adventures of Ronald McDonald uh, was called Scared Silly, if you remember. Oh, boy. All right. I, I, I need to stop looking at this dog's face.
1: Yes. Let's let's wrap this up. Yeah. Oh,
0: man. If you want to see this terror dog, follow us on twitter at deplorable that is where you will get updates you'll get spoilers without context spoilers without context thank you i almost i was thinking spoilers without incident but that dog's face is definitely an incident (laughs) it's also where you can get in touch with us just tweeting at us the other way you can get in touch with us is uh uh, by email
1: it's gonna be deplorable contact at gmail.com
0: thank you billy i forget it every time how do i forget it every time Oh gosh, oh, no. thank you all for listening. I am Michael Bastine, And I'm Billy Staples. And you'll hear from us next time.
1: Bye!